Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. I'm your host, Yvonne. Today's show, Personal Development Benefits, is brought to you by You Are Dynamic LLC, the personal improvement company that believes in and cares about you. The purpose of this podcast is to help you control, alt, delete your pattern of negative choices that keep sabotaging your life and allowing toxic people a place in your life. Last Wednesday was part two of three episodes that kicked off the personal development series with Melissa Olman Roberge. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to episodes one and two so you won't miss anything as these conversations build upon each other. So today we're talking about intrinsic motivation, health and wellness strategies, personal development techniques. And hey, I have a question for you. How in the world does fortitude, resilience, curiosity, preventing premature aging, quelling your fears, all fit into the ancillary benefits that come along with investing in your personal development? Stay tuned. Next up, episode three of three of my interview with my guest, Melissa Olman Roberge. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. And my guest today is Melissa Olman Roberge. So make sure that you go back and you listen to episode one and episode two, because this is episode three. And when we left off, Melissa, we were talking about your theater class and how they ended up doing everything (laughs) that they shouldn't have been doing purpose-wise. Yeah, so where I was going with that was, um, so in terms of personal development, one of the biggest things that I think we need to kind of rebuild is individual's sense of intrinsic motivation. That thing that says, I should do this because it's gonna make me a better person and it's gonna be good for me and not just, I should do this to get an A on the test. So I was talking about how I gave them all these great options for projects and across the board, they all did PowerPoints. And when I asked why, they were like, yeah, it was the easiest one. Uh, And um, my heart just sank, you know, because I had put a lot of time and thought into how I could come up with exciting, um, you know, exciting kinds of projects that would get them involved. Yeah. And intrigue all different kinds, you know, like some people are, creators, some are curators, some like to investigate, some like to report. And so I was really trying to think about, you know, here are three things that a creator could do here, are three, you know, I mean, so anyway, I, I kind of had to change my tactics with them. Um, and so it kind of brings me around to what, what I, what I do and what, the reason I work in the theater and the work that I've been starting to do more and more outside the theater is really around the idea that Um, curiosity and creativity in your life are really wonderful, wonderful 
um, personal development and health and wellness strategies that I think get pushed to the wayside because they don't necessarily, we're not going to test you on it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I have students that are good students from great families that have a ton of support who really didn't breathe all last year, Mm -hmm. seniors, because they were so worried, you know, of making a mistake and what, what's going to happen if I make a mistake, you know, um, and that's hard in theater because theater is all about making mistakes. You know, you try something and it doesn't work. And so you try it a different way. And isn't life sort of like that as well? And so I'm really making it my mission to kind of help people understand that you need time in your day every day mm-hmm. when you can just sit back and be curious, really. I mean, it can be like formal meditation if you're into that. Or it can be journaling and it can be journaling that starts with a question like, I wonder, you know, I wonder why my window always fogs up over there. Literally little things. I wonder, you know, that sort of retrain your brain to slow down and just muse on things and not always be, I'm checking off the list. I'm checking off the list. I'm running, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, if you are, Creativity is not always like an artistic skill in my mind. Creativity can be in trying a new recipe. Creativity can be in um, driving a different way to work and Mm -hmm. purposely getting lost. And so you have to, maybe you have to get on a map, you know, maybe you say, I'm not going to use my phone. I'm going to get out my map um, and try to get there. What's that? What's a map? (laughs) You know? Walking, if you are a person who like, I know a lot of people like to get out on their lunch break and walk, well, maybe go in the opposite direction. You know, I was driving somewhere the other day and I'm like, wait a minute, where am I? And then I'm like, oh, I'm coming down the road from the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. It looked so different. I was disoriented for a moment, you know, because we get so stuck in our patterns and what's easy. Right. So, you know, even if it's, it doesn't have to be like a a big, huge deal. It can be literally five minutes a day. Um, And these kinds of activities are proven to lift your mood. They lift your serotonin level. And so you feel better. And sometimes you feel better for like several hours. And so, you know, it can be a great way to kind of launch your day um, and and put you into a more optimistic, um, for lack of a better word, perspective about your day, which then gives you some fortitude and some resilience to deal with maybe it's bad traffic or maybe it's a deadline that you have or maybe it's a difficult colleague, whatever, you know. Um, And if you... If you have time and you can go back and kind of refuel yourself several times during the day, isn't that great? Even if it's just shutting the door, taking off your shoes, putting Mm -hmm. your feet on the floor, feeling the ground and taking five deep breaths. That's sometimes all it takes. And just letting your mind wander. Don't worry about the things you aren't doing. Just worry about what you are doing right now Um, can go a tremendous way in helping us um, be better people, you know, and, and continue that path of being lifelong learners or a person who believes that you should continually continue, continually continue. <laughs> you should continuously seek to develop yourself, you know, um, because it keeps you young. I mean, it, you know, it keeps you young for sure. Well, it, you know, benefits. it keeps you young. You get to gain confidence because you're like, oh, I did drive a different way to work today and I still made it there and look what I saw along the way oh my goodness to help you develop I think that when we start young and we're we're taught or encouraged rather to be adventurous 
We're encouraged to taste different foods and textures. We're encouraged to go around different ethnicities that we're like, I've never seen this person before, you know, but I bet you we have some things in common. That's all a part of personal development. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, there is, if you're sitting out there listening and you're like, oh my goodness, I never tried new foods and I'm really fearful of this. Don't worry. You can still change your thinking. <laughs> you know, you can retrain your brain to be more adventurous, to be more curious, to be more creative in your thinking. Um, I mean, we've given you a few, just a few things, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, hit me up if you want to know more, but you can also, um, there's so much research out there right now that can help you with little things that you can do every day. Even, you know, I like to doodle. There's just doodling, doodling and looking at that doodle and thinking about, oh, kind of like looking at the shapes in the clouds. Oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. That looks like a dog. Let me turn the page this way and put ears on it. You know, just little little, little things like that even. And at the same time, you're exercising your hand muscles and keeping all of that limber and your eyesight and, you know, almost every curious, adventurous, creative endeavor has a lot of ancillary benefits that go along with, you know, like keeping your body physically fit, keeping your muscles limber, keeping your joints, you know, um, flexible, um, your your eyesight, your breathing, keeping your lungs strong. I mean, there's so, so, so many benefits. You know, we, we could go on and on. But um, so, you know, I, I would encourage everyone to try to to try to pick something. And, and if you're a person who needs more organization, mm-hmm. then, you know, take a look at um, like in my area, we have our Parks and Rec Department offers a lot of classes for teenagers all the way up through seniors. You know, it might be gardening. Mm -hmm. There was a gardening class that I wanted to take last year and then it conflicted with everything. Um, Because not only did I wanna learn more about gardening, um, but I also thought, oh, this might be, it'll be great exercise, but also I'll get to meet some new people and talk to some new people who have a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, Not everybody comes from the theater world, you know? And so, you know, we're so insular sometimes because making theater takes time. And so like, occasionally I'll be like, wait a minute, I've not talked to somebody who's not a theater person in so long. I need to go out and do something (laughs) so I can look at, you know, understanding other people's points of view, helps you be a better communicator, whether you agree with them or not. You know, we don't always have to agree. We don't always have to be right. Just hearing someone else's point of view is incredibly valuable in terms of, helping you have a broader perspective on the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, Melissa, share with us a, maybe an indicative story of one of your children, one of your students, I should say, <laughs> that you may have encountered and you may have helped them to develop from where they were at the beginning of the class until maybe the end of the semester. Sure. Um, well, I have, gosh, so many. I mean, for some kids, simply being in a show is enough to sort of. Um, so I have a I have a kid um, from a couple of summers ago who I who is a little quirky, a little socially awkward, you know, and um, he'd been kind of struggling a little bit. I'd, I'd had him in shows when he was younger, but then he came back. And so um, I, I put him in a show where there were sort of other quirky roles and. Mm-hmm without really doing anything really, except putting him in that environment, all of a sudden he had new friends, 
people saw him in a totally different light because it's a new group of kids. And so they're seeing you for the first time. You don't have to worry about whatever may have happened. You know, you don't carry that baggage along, you know, um, to, um, I mean, kids that I've given opportunities to play a leading role, say, in a play who now have gone on to brilliant careers in the theater who maybe never would have thought they would, um, to um, kids who didn't really know where they fit in, mm-hmm. but I would invite them to come and then they would maybe learn that they love being backstage in the dark and helping there. Um, to, um, so most, most recently, I guess, I had a child in a show last year who was really struggling with a couple of things and I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. So I called her mom, you know, and um, she said, well, she's having a hard time reading the script. And I said, oh, is it like a bad copy or something? And she said, no, she's dyslexic. She didn't tell you. Okay. And I said, no, I had no idea that she was dyslexic. Mm-hmm. And so here was a child who kind of held that in and who had some strategies for how she dealt with it in a regular classroom, but scripts are different and music is different. And so I said to the mom, well, will she be uncomfortable if I approach her about this? Cause there's some things we can do, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she said, no, go ahead. So we, um, one thing we did is we, rather than have her look at the music, we had her use lyrics that were typed out so that she wouldn't get, you know, like visually confusing when you're looking at music and the words are all jumbled in there. We would print things out bigger for her. Mm-hmm. Um, not the whole script, but you know, where she had a lot of lines, we might print that part out bigger. I taught her to highlight mm-hmm. things and I taught her a specific way to take her notes on her, on her blocking so that kind of a shorthand that she could use so she could quickly see where she was going. And she started out the show very timid and she would she would apologize all the time. She'd be reading and she'd stumble, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know what's wrong, you know? And by the end, all of that was gone. It was sort of like a stutter that she had wow. developed. All of, not only was it gone, but she was singing with such confidence and oh. she's a child with a beautiful, beautiful voice. And she learns, she learns by ear, you know? So once we learned that she learns by ear, we knew, okay, well, we need to make her a little recording of the melody and then mm-hmm. she's going to go home and learn it and she would come back the next day and nail it but she wasn't the kind of kid that you could like put on the spot and have her sing her part in front of everybody you had to be very intentional in the way in which you moved her along um but she's coming back next year and she's got this incredibly funny sense of humor that we didn't really know about because she was so nervous you know mm-hmm. and so you know, had she not stuck with it, had she just said, oh, I can't read, I'm not even going to audition. I would have never learned what a beautiful person she is. And, and we would have not been able to uncover these gifts. And so, you know, I give props to her mom for not preceding every conversation with, oh, and by the way, my daughter's dyslexic by leaving that to the child to advocate for herself, really hugely important. Um, and also props to the mom for encouraging her to try things that she knows were going to be hard. You know, she knew it was going to be hard. Um, because I think really the sky's the limit for her now, you know, she's come so far out of her, um, of the little shell she had herself Mm -hmm. in, you know, that I'm really looking forward to seeing what she's going to do for the next three years as I have her in class. So those are are just a few. Let me just applaud you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm listening to this story and you reached out to the parent. You didn't just say, oh, you know, go sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. You opened the door. 
for this young lady. And as she personally develops, and that's what she was doing throughout this whole time, mm-hmm. she will take her flight. She will get her wings and she will remember somebody cared. Somebody cared enough to specifically work with me and my learning style and not push me off to the side. That's fantastic. That's Thank amazing. you. Thank you. I mean, I think, again, as we are adults and leaders in the world, um, whether you're a teacher or not, you're a teacher, you know, and you you have to, if we're going to get anywhere, we have to do this together. You know, we have to all join in this crusade to just be nicer to each other, to find some common ground, to realize that, you know, very often people are coming from a place of fear and fear mm-hmm. of the unknown and you know, if you can just break that down and remember and give somebody a break, you know, and give them a little grace, um, one conversation at a time, really, I think, you know, I mean, it's great that people are so involved and there's so many soapboxes around, but for me, it's really one conversation at a time is how we're going to break down, um, you know, break down the barriers that sometimes help people from being the best person they can be. I mean, I'm sorry, that sometimes impede people from being the best people that they can be, you know, so. Anyway. And that, that is what barriers do. And, mm-hmm. and we, we, we will learn from this interview that you don't always look at people from what you see on the outside. You want to, like you said, give them grace and who knows what's going on on the inside. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We're walking around in our little box, in our little world, And that's all we know, right? So if we're doing that, then how are we even developing? We're not. We're not at all. And I hate to to do this, but we're coming to the end, Melissa. Coming to the (laughs) end. Let me hear some last words from you, encouraging words. And and you're an encourager. To those who are having trouble with their personal development. From childhood, like I said, I was bullied in childhood to adulthood because I brought that into my adulthood that feeling. Yeah. Um well first of all know that there's help out there. There's there's help out there. If you um if you don't know where to turn, if you don't have a trusted parent or a friend, there are organizations and services that you can tap into that can help point you in the right direction to get the help that you need. Um, and it's never ever too late to start anew. It's never too late. I mean, I made a huge transformation in my life about a year, about a year and a half ago. Um, and I'd been kind of stuck in the same place for 20 or 30 years, really a long time. And, um, finally had the courage to reach out for some help and, you know, step back and start to learn about the patterns in my life that were getting in my way. And had I not done that, I would not be where I am today. So um, it may be a little bit scary, but, you know, take heart, be strong. You can absolutely do it. Um, Even if it's just getting out, as I said before, and trying, you know, shaking up your world a little bit and trying something a little bit new, Um, or maybe it's a class or a club you can join or or something, but I would encourage you to shake up your routine such that you have no choice but to engage in a different way. And um, I'm sure that you'll find some benefits and just keep trying, keep trying. 
never give up, never give in. Yep. And we're at the end of our interview, Melissa. Thank you so much for being a thank part you. of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. I definitely enjoy all the golden nuggets, as I always say. And what thank we you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thanks again for being a regular listener to the weekly Wednesday episodes of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. Hey, guess what? Next week, you get to meet my guest, Katie Cordier of the Start Rising Podcast. Katie is a women's empowerment advocate, empowering those to lean into the calling to being an entrepreneur through the process of self-empowerment. She's also the creator of Empowered Brand, and it's on Etsy. And this is a selection of shirts with empowerment mirror mantras, meaning that they're printed in reverse over the heart as a message to the wearer, not the world. Isn't that something different? Katie's goal is to lead the way for beginner entrepreneurs on their journey and offer learnings that she has encountered in personal development slash empowerment. And just to give you a sneak peek, we'll be discussing mindset, generational healing, why your voice matters, and more. That's starting Wednesday, September 7th. Don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast so we can get the word out and so you're notified when a new episode is posted. And if you've been blessed by my podcast, you can now support the podcast by clicking the dollar sign button right underneath the description. And your comments matter. So please reach out to me at author at gmail.com, which I'll list in the show notes. Always remember and never forget that you are dynamic. Why? Because despite everything you've been through, you're still here.